Tehillim, Shia number 76. We're, stick, we're sticking with chapter 114, but today we're learning the interpretation of Rabbi Samson Raphael Hush. As Hannah did yesterday, the first Pasuk in chapter 114, but Seis Yisrael Mimitzrayim, Beis Yaakov Mi'am Loez, has three different titles. You've got Yisrael, You've got Beis Yaakov and you've got Am Loez. Says Rav Hush, Yisrael is that nation which proclaims the all-surpassing dominion of Hashem. That's the job of Yisrael, to teach the world about Hashem. Mitzrayim, that we left from, represents that state, mighty and arrogant, which idolizes the power of man and nature. So the opposite. So what do we have in this opening sentence? It's quite masterful. We have the Jewish people succeeded in leaving Egypt, the antithesis to everything we stand for as the Jewish people. What is the Amloes? The Amloes may mean either the nation that speaks a foreign language or the nation which ridicules Jewish ethics and the Jewish way of life. At any rate, it designates the contrast of the Egyptians in both culture and spirit to the family of Jacob. So though they lived among people who had been alien to them, both spiritually and morally, they had still retained their own moral family purity, even though, politically speaking, they had been entirely absorbed into the state and its population. And that is the joy of the first apostle. But says Yisrael, we did it. And for that, it's worth celebrating. And I always think here, and now we need to pause and we need to contemplate to what extent we are really a Yisrael me'am loez. is the culture, the society that we are in, whether that's Jewish culture or it's English culture. Is it really the the is it you know a, a secular Jewish culture is still in some degree a me'am loez to Torah values, not entirely, but aspects of it, and British culture as well. Aspects will conform to Torah values, and aspects will not. How do we see ourselves? Are we the Israel that feel that's able to stand apart from the am loez? As a consequence of coming out, the last section. We spoke about how nature is responding. So Robert, Robert Hirsch asks, what does this upheaval of Earth's nature proclaim? So the answer is beautiful. Then they will answer, Melifnei Hashem. It is Hashem who at this moment begins his dominion over all the earth. It's Elokar Yaakov, the God of Jacob, who has just taken out for himself that most powerless of people who had sunk below all the nations of the world. He has done this in order to demonstrate through the Jewish people the omnipotence and presence of, of, on earth of his rule. And that men and nations do not live simply for the purpose that they might unfold their power. That is not what life is about. And we say right at the end, these images here, he changes Tzor. Tzor is the most compact, solid rock into Agamayim, a receptacle for the collection of fresh water. Chalomish, the hard pebbles, 
into a spring that pours forth from within them. Should this not perhaps also proclaim to the earth that in view of this work of God, begun with Israel's entry into the history of nations, the hearts of men, which until now had been solid and closed like rocks, would eventually open to receive the truth of Hashem. And that the divine spark dormant within the stony human heart will be called to awaken and unfold. So it can happen with inanimate objects. It can happen with us as well. And it's such a powerful line, such a powerful chapter. Again, I go back. Do we do justice with some of the pithy tunes that we use to sing this chapter in Shul when it's Hallel? Who knows? You decide. Have a good day. Mm-hmm.